Yo, what's good, everybody? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure you subscribe and share the podcast, and if possible, please rate and review it, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. Now, if you'd like to contribute to support this podcast and help us keep um, cranking out quality content, just click on the support this podcast link in the show notes. Now, of course, no contribution amount is too big, but also no amount is too small. So thank you so much for the consideration. And let's get on down to it. This is episode 11, y'all. And I want to use this episode today to attack something that I think plagues a lot of us. And that is the inability to just say no. Yeah, look, I know you probably struggle with this because you just hate to let folks down. And you want to help as many people as you can. And you just feel so bad because you don't think you have a good enough reason to say no. But I want to blow all that up today. All right. So if you're somebody who is trying to learn the art of saying no without apology, then stick and stay right here. Okay. Let me get in a quick break from our sponsor and I'll be back in about 30 seconds to hit this subject full on. All right. Be right back. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Crock-Pot Conversations, episode 11. And again, I'm calling this one, Yes, You Can Say No. <laughs> and the reason why um, is because I think so many people, I think, have a hard time saying no because, you know, no is often associated with the negative. You know, like growing up, uh, I, I can't think of any other time I really heard no other than it, when it was used by my parents, um, like turning down something I asked for. And I think most of us probably get familiar with the word no um, in the same way. And as a result, we always kind of view it as something that's bad or negative or mean. But that's just not the case. See, as an adult, I realize now more than ever the value in being able to unapologetically say no. And, and notice I say unapologetically because even if you find yourself able to say it sometimes, a lot of times we feel bad for saying it because it's like we're letting somebody down or something. But I'm here to tell you that you should never be made to feel bad, nor should you beat yourself up for saying the word no. Why? Because what I realize now as an adult that I had trouble with realizing as a kid is that the reason I use no is not to turn them down, but more so to protect my peace. See, I thought my parents were mean for saying no when I asked for the J's or, you know, Tommy this and Tommy that and all this, that and the other. I thought they were being mean, but turns out they were doing it. They were saying no for the financial health and peace of the house because there were other things much more important than shoes I grow out of in six months. Right. So that said, man, we all got obligations. Right. Things that we have to or need to do. And then we got those things that we want to do. Now, look, have you ever found yourself? And this is really more so rhetorical because I know it's the truth. But have you ever found yourself getting ready to do something 
that you either need to do or you want to do only to get hit up by somebody who says they need you to do something else for them? Of course, right? No doubt all of us have. And so the question is, how do you determine what to say yes to and what to say no to? And that's what I'm kind of here for, to hopefully give you a decent way to to navigate this thing. Because if you're not careful, you can find yourself being a slave to the yes, which can lead to uh, burnout, um, resentment and anger on your part because you've allowed yourself to be completely used up. But on the flip side, if you're not careful, you can also become a slave to the no, which when abused can give the impression that you don't care, um, are cold hearted or selfish. And so there is absolutely a place for no, we just got to do it right. And so let me answer this question off the bat. Why should you say no? I'm a firm believer in answering or leading with why. A lot of times when you lead with why you get greater buy-in down the line. And so why should you say no? The easiest answer I can give you is so that you can say yes. Sounds crazy, but here's what I mean. I remember when my first son was born, I started to realize around that time that there were just some things I couldn't do. For example, there there was a time when um, I was just so consumed with my work that I was the guy staying at work later, much later, to handle things that could have realistically either been a done by other people or B, I could have done them the next day with, with, you know, with no issue. And see, I was also the one who was trying to hit up all the after work and happy hour functions to get noticed and get next to the right people and all of that. And, and then I was also busy building my roster of board memberships because, you know, the more boards you are on or are on, maybe that's still the case. Um, the, the more important you are, or at least the more important you feel. But it got to the point where I realized that I was doing things I didn't necessarily need to do at the expense of missing out on some valuable things I wanted to do. And in this case, valuable things meaning spend meaningful time with my new growing family. See, I realized that the only way I would be able to say yes to the things that really matter is if I said no to the things that ultimately didn't. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the stuff I was doing didn't matter. Not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is it got to the point where it didn't matter as much to me. See, I was resume building and and there's nothing wrong with, you know, growing in your career and, you know, making a difference, of course, and making a name for yourself and this, that, and the other. But I wasn't doing that. I was resume building for the sake of resume building. And when you do that, it'll burn you slap out. It'll have your loved ones pissed off and it'll have your health out of whack. And on some level, I realized those things happening to me and I needed to make some adjustments. So so maybe your why should you say no uh, is your family or maybe it's Uh, your health, or maybe just the fact that you've been doing for others all your life and you finally just want to do something for yourself. Whatever the case is, one thing is this. One thing is certain. Your why is just that. Your why. It doesn't have to be explained, expounded on, 
um, explicit. It doesn't know it's yours. And you know why you need to do something better than any of us out here. So do it. All right. Now, once you identify why you should say no, the question then becomes, how do I say no? In other words, you know, how do I know what requires a no and what requires a yes? Like, how do I how do I know that? How do I how do I say it? So here are a few things I do to determine my yes or no. All right. Number one, I look at who's asking. Yeah, you heard that right. I look at who's asking. Now, this might sound cold, but it's not. And here's why. Some people know that you are a giver. And some people will prey on the fact that you are a giver. And sometimes your desire to give can create for you a type of grave. Yeah, you can give so much to the point where you have dug yourself in such a hole that you struggle to get out of. So I try not to let the same people constantly get water from my well. Why? Because if I keep letting the same folks show up with a bucket, at what point will you see the value in digging your own well? Don't let folks abuse your kindness and then hit you with the whole, uh, I, I thought you cared about me. I do. But see, at some point, enough is enough. See, if you notice the same folks keep coming to your well for your water, then maybe it's time for you to, at the very least, help them start digging their own well. Because as the saying goes, you know, give somebody a fish they eat for a day, teach them how to fish, they can eat forever. You got to look at who keeps asking you for your yes. And if they're repeat offenders, then something ain't right. And so, look, um, uh, I know at work, you might be kind of like the, the go-to person because everybody knows you're going to be the one to get it done if it comes to your desk. Well, at some point, that becomes abusive because if everybody knows you'll get it done, then what incentive is there for anybody else to ever step up and get something done? Just think about it, right? If, if, if you find yourself um, being the person, the volunteer who loves the applause, because, you know, you're the one that's always making things happen. Be careful, because at some point, your fellow volunteers ain't clapping because you're so wonderful. They're clapping because they realize whenever you show up, that means they ain't got to do any work. Be careful. And, and, and then on, on another level, if you if you're the family member, always being hit up for money. Now, look, if you got it, great. But that's not the point. See, you shouldn't be seen as everybody's safety net or ATM or bailout program because see while you're being the responsible one and the cautious one and the one that's sacrificing to save for the future the ones coming to you for the bailout are living their lives to the absolute fullest and that ain't fair so determining whether you need to say yes or no start looking at who's asking at some point, y'all, repeat offenders need to be able to offer. <laughs> All right. Something else I do um, to determine, you know, whether or not to say to, to say no is I really try my best to, to figure out or determine if it's a need or a glorified want. So when somebody comes to me and they ask me for something, I do my best to determine if it's a need or a glorified 
want. Listen, I know I might get some flack on this because, you know, people might say, well, who are you to determine if somebody, if what somebody is asking you for is a need or a want? Well, I, to some extent, I get what you're saying. But on the flip side, I think like this. If you're asking me for my time or my energy or my money or whatever else is, is, is quote unquote mine, I absolutely have the right. And honestly, I have an obligation to vet what I'm giving to. Y'all, we, we do this every day with other stuff. Look, one of the main reasons people don't tithe in church is because they don't want the church to misuse their money. All right, so they withhold it. Um, if, if, if you were to find out that your favorite charity is engaging in financial malpractice, you probably would either stop giving to that charity or, you know, or, or not give if you were thinking about giving. And then if you find out, let's say like the organization you volunteer for, if you find out they engage in uh, discriminatory practices or something or something that offends you, you probably going to stop volunteering. The list goes on and on with these examples, y'all. So just like we make determinations about these things, I should do the same when it comes to whether or not I choose to say yes or no in other aspects of my life as well. See, I need to know the time I'm sacrificing, uh, the money I'm diverting or the energy I'm expending is going to actually benefit what it's going to. Now, look, I know I get it. It's none of my business to get all up in other folks' business when they come to me asking me to do something for them. And I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying you need to give them the third degree and, and interrogate them, all that stuff. What I am saying is it is imperative that you use your wisdom, your common sense, and some level of discernment to figure out if this is what's best. For example, if my friend is uh, let's say he's having his house remodeled. Now, if I know my friend has multiple options of good places he can stay free of charge, I will probably say no when he comes to me asking for some money to help him stay at a hotel. Reason being is because number one, your house is being remodeled, which says to me, you got bread, <laughs> all right? And then number two, you got other places to stay that don't cost a dime and you choose not to. So why should I sacrifice to give you something or to, to, to put you in a position to get something that you just simply want as opposed to you know it being something you need? That makes sense. So 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 you shouldn't feel bad for saying no when somebody comes leaning on you for something they claim is a need. When really upon further review, it's just a glorified want. I'm a firm believer, y'all, that somebody else's wants should never supersede your needs. Don't let folks make you feel bad for doing what you need to do at the expense of ignoring what they want to do. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Don't let folks make you feel bad for doing what it is you need to um, all because, you know, they, they get in their feelings because you've said no to something that they want to. Don't get caught in that trap. All right. Last thing that I want to share that I do is I compare need to need. And what I mean is this. When somebody comes to me with what they say is a need, I determine if it's going to negatively impact my needs. I'm going to be real with you. 
if I got a need and you got a need and you're asking me to put your needs ahead of mine, you're going to probably come up short. <laughs> because, see, I believe when it's need versus need, mine wins indeed. <laughs> and here's why. It's better to build your own house and invite somebody else in to stay with you than to give them the bricks you're using to build yours. Because if you keep giving them the bricks that are supposed to be for your house, one day you'll look up and they'll have a full house built with your bricks while you're sitting on an empty lot now looking around for bricks. I saw that somewhere, that, that, that whole quote I saw, I, I don't know if it was Facebook, Instagram or whatever, but I saw that example and I was like, man, this is, this is, this is profound. I love this. And so, so take that to heart. Look, you cannot pour from an empty cup. That said, y'all, I can only give what I myself have, which means that if you want me to give it, I got to make sure I have it. So compare need to need. Yes. They're struggling to make it. But guess what? You might be too. And I don't know about y'all, but I think I'd be a failure if I bent over backwards to do more for the folks outside my house than the folks inside my house. What does it profit a man to be loved by strangers but despised by his family? No, I don't believe in being a public public success and a private failure. So, All that said, you have an absolute right to say no. You can't be all things to all people. And you got to ensure that you're being what you need for the ones that need you. All right. So remember to think before you get roped into doing something that hurts you more than helps you. And to help you figure out whether to say yes or no to something. Remember, one, look at who's asking. Stop letting the same folks tap your well simply because they know it's there. Two, consider if it's a need or a glorified want. Your wants can be sacrificed from time to time to meet another person's needs. Absolutely. But don't hurt yourself at the expense of helping someone else. And then three, when it's need versus need, yours should win indeed. You can't give what you don't have. All right. So don't get your priorities twisted by being for strangers what you aren't for your own family. Use the bricks to build your house before you start giving them away for somebody else to build theirs. There is nothing wrong with no when it needs to be said. That's the episode, y'all. Hopefully you've gotten something from it. And if you have, please take a sec to subscribe, share, rate, and review. Also, Feel free to hit me up on any of my social media, um, Anthony D. Sparks. And if you want to work with me on this or any other area that you might have uh, some questions or concerns about, you've got a few ways you can reach out to me. You can hit me up on my website, www.anthonydsparks.com. You can email me at contact at anthonydsparks.com. Or you can even shoot me a text message at 415-935-0219. Thank y'all so much, as always, for rocking with me. I'm looking forward to next time, and I hope y'all are too. I'm going to talk to you soon.